For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yeah, we were just um, at a luncheon the mm -hmm. other day, and I was sitting next to a young lady, and she had her, her notepad out. Before anything even started, yeah. the presentation started, she had already put the date, the name speaker. of the restaurant, the speaker, and like started putting numbers like she was ready. So yeah. she likes to learn that way. Exactly right. So it just depends. Yeah, it all right? depends. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes you have a mixed audience. And so you have to give them a little bit of everything, right? You give them sure. the visual, you have a little fun with a little humor. Mm -hmm. um, but at the same time, it has to be, um, you know, teachable moments, some takeaways. Right. Right. Because quite frankly, if people, especially if people are spending their money, they want something they feel like is applicable and something that they can use right away to increase, yep. you know, increase their lives, increase their careers, things like that. They want the value. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. So 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 here's here's the point, guys. Um, sometimes you won't know in advance all the folks who are in your audience. If you're a go getter, faith driven and family focused and need to break through to your next level. This is the podcast for you. Your self-talk can reshape every area of your life. It's time to dream and think big. Welcome to the Self-Talk Experience with Darnell and Tracy Self. It's time to elevate, baby. Let's get into the show. Hey, what's up, Self-Talk Experience audience? This is Darnell Self and my co-host here. Tracy Self. Tracy Self. That's right. My co-host is here again. Babe, I'm always here for you. Always here for you. But are you here for the audience? In spirit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, what's up? It's good to be back. And today, uh, speaking of audience, let's talk about um, knowing your audience. Knowing your audience. Okay. Knowing your audience, right? Because whether you are in negotiations um, for a particular contract, mm -hmm. um, a, a deal, a lease agreement, uh, a relationship, you know your audience, Right, Even like if you're in like a party setting or a gathering, yep. you know something social, right? Yep, exactly. Knowing your audience is yeah. key, right? And so, you know, it's good to ask questions first of all. Okay, like if if someone's saying, "Hey, look, we want you to come out to California. Love for you to speak." Like, tell me a little bit about the audience. Like, ask the question. Don't just like, "Oh, I already know what I'm gonna hit them with." Well, <laughs> well, yeah, but what do they want? What are their needs? What are right. their voids? Right, right, right. You know, right. what what inspires them? You know, well, where you are they to in life? Always think about how you can bring the best value. Yeah. To who you're speaking to or where you are. Yep. Right. In yep. any environment. Yeah. And then when you ask questions, like even if you, you know, I'm not, I'm not in a dating scene, but no, you're I'm, absolutely not in a dating scene. Why would you even think about bringing that up? Because I'm not in a dating scene. Because I'm stale at asking questions that someone would be asking if they're trying to gain the interest of someone who they want to date. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm trying to say. So mm -hmm. you know what I mean. So if I don't come across as smooth right now, it's just because I'm a little stale. But you know what I'm saying. I still got a little swag. You know what I'm saying. You are. <laughs> <laughs> you're not making it better. You're not. You're not. What is your point, sir? My point is ask questions. <laughs> like, hey, so so what do you like? Like, you know, what's what's the perfect date like for you? What's the perfect mate like for you? 
Uh, what are some of the, your favorite places you like to go? And so that way, you know, I mean, it could be up the street or they may say bore, bore, like you don't right, know. Right. And it'd be good to know that way. You know, if they say, let's say they live here in the States okay. and they say, hey, I just want to travel to like Barcelona. I want to travel to, um, you know, Milan, Italy. Then you should probably not be bragging about going to Ocean City, Maryland. <laughs> I'm just saying like you we, it, so what I would say is hey look you know man me too I'm looking forward to that um those type of things you know I put on my dream board and um you know you never know have somebody to do those things with to motivate me to get to those things this year and, and that person would bless like yeah come on let's go or if you've gone to those places you want to talk about those places you didn't ask me any of this stuff when we were dating I was 21 you were 20 I just thought you were so cute. And I was like, yes to everything. Whatever you say. There are different questions you ask in different seasons and for different audiences is my point. We're working at the mall together. So it's a little different, right? I'm like, hey, do you mind like straightening out the gene wall? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, is this about relationships or knowing your audience? Which one? You're talking about dating now. No, it's the same thing. It's the audience. One person in the audience, 10 people in the audience, it's it's the same rules, right? So if I'm talking in front of three people, um, which I often do, it's just a small, intimate coaching session, or it's 300 people or 3,000 people, I still should know my audience. That's my point. But you should never have an audience of one anymore. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So what I'm attempting to share mm-hmm. is that things change like the audience you're in front of. So sometimes you have to, I'm not saying don't be yourself, but the audience sometimes needs to relate. They need to know that you're relevant. They need to, right? So I remember um, going to an event and this is, uh, I used to wear these, um, don't judge me, these really baggy suits that had like four buttons. Well, they were in style then, so no judgment. Okay, good. They were. But I think I held on to them longer than the style (laughs) was still... (laughs) You know, folks are like, they still try to hang on to it. They yes. still try to hang on to the style. Yeah. And the, you know what? That's enough. <laughs> and depending on, depending on what your profession is and depending on what you are um, presenting sure. should determine also the relevancy. Absolutely. And sometimes people don't care. They're like, you could show up, your shirt is out and you just have, you know, and people don't care because you're talking about, you know, technology and it's from a, a really nerd mm-hmm. perspective and they expect for you to look nerdy. Right. Right. And so, but sometimes I'll just give you an example. I came downstairs in my four button baggy suit, <laughs> but yeah, I was going to talk to some younger yeah. folks. Yeah. Right. And back then, you know, fitted suits started to come out. Right. So uh, one of our sons, Malik, he's like, Dad, where you going? I was like, I go do a meeting tonight up the street. And he was like, with that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Oh, and he was, I said, what's wrong? He's like, Dad, people don't wear like baggy suits like that anymore. Right? right? And so, and I'm coachable. So I'm like, all right. I said, hey, no problem. I'll, you know, this be my last time wearing it. Mm-hmm. And, and what he, did he say? He said, no. The, the last time you wore it was the last time. <laughs> <laughs> was the last yeah, time. You, you actually had to take it off. He said, do not wear it. He's that like, again. don't do it. I'm telling you, don't do it. So right. I went up and I did have something that was more fit. I just, you know, wasn't going to wear it. Right. And he was like, that's it right there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so sure enough, people were late. And they were like, okay, man, you're looking sharp. Right. Yeah. All right, OG. Close the deal. Right, exactly. Yeah. So know, know your audience is all I'm saying. We're making a little fun, you know, about it, but sure. know, know your audience. So that's why I grew my hair back so I can look younger. That's not 
actually why you grew your hair back. Now, do you want to tell that story? Yeah, I went to Turkey and I got my implants. And if you'd like to, what? No, 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 no. That's no, what no. people say to you all the time. And I, they do. <laughs> They're like, hey, man, so where'd you go? They always say that. It's fun. Okay. I make them think it sometimes. Well, no, but that happened years ago. I know. And it wasn't because of anything that had to do with knowing your audience. It was a slip of the clippers. Yeah, I don't know if you guys ever been to a barber. <laughs> and the worst thing to ever hear from your barber is a curse word because of a mistake they made. <laughs> and my barber at the time was coming to my house. Mm-hmm. And he was cutting and the guard fell off and he was like, shucky ducky, quack, quack. <laughs> right? He cursed and, uh, and I was like, what? I thought he was joking. I was like, come on, bro. What's up? And he was like, put the mirror up to me. And I was like. It was a big chunk, wasn't it? It was there right here. And he was uh, like, I'm going to have to either bald it or try to like color some of it in. I was like, no, you can't. I got a presentation like happening tonight. And so he just started shaving it all off like skin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, you walked in. And I never forget you look because you turned the corner and we were like cutting. He was cutting my hair and you were like, "Okay, what made you do that? That do okay?" And I was like, "Yeah, just something a little different." You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Trying something a little different out here, Um, but you liked it. I did. So I was like, "All right, cool." So I kept it. And you kept it for I kept the ball here for you. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Years, years right and so folks was like okay doing the ball thing i was like yeah, yeah. and it was easy for me because i'm traveling so i was just shaving my head quickly and i go to the barbershop anymore right. so i was just shaving my head and uh one day we had a lip sync battle with the family and you were beyonce i was jay-z uh-huh. so jay-z's not bald so i had to like let my hair grow out and folks are like hold up how'd you get the hair like what'd you use that's why i get to a little joke with the implant thing because um, they were like, you know, how'd you do it? Like, where, where'd you go? What uh, solution or oil did you use? Well, because everyone assumed since you were bald, you had to be bald. Right, exactly. But you didn't have to be. Right. Yeah, I just... It I, was for me. <laughs> but then when I grew it back, you were like, okay, yeah, that's, I like, like that. Yeah. So, bald hair because of this audience member right here. Know your audience. Know your audience. Mm-hmm. So now I got my hair back. Kinda. It's still it's doing a little something special. Anyway, that's a whole nother story. <laughs> Might be hanging and heading out to Turkey in a little bit. All right, so look, check this out. Oh what? I'm just saying there are ways now that you can write. Right, your yeah, your style yes. is back there, you know. Yes, they so are. there are ways now, shoot. Don't, don't, don't let a brother fool you. <laughs> Y'all don't want to know what she said back there. So my point is know your audience is all I'm saying, guys. Know your audience. And, Absolutely. you know, there's sometimes where I do things a little quicker. I talk a little faster because I'm in I'm in an area where, you know, they expect that. They're like, dude, get to the point. Right. Right. If I'm in New York, I'm in Jersey. I can't say, all right, uh, 
the first point. Oh, no. No, no. You're like, dude, please. <laughs> but if I'm down south and I'll talk too fast, it's like, oh, he just, you know, he's just a, a, a slick talking yes, salesperson sure. trying to get over on me. Right, right, right. right. So, so, so it's, it's about me knowing my audience. And yeah. sometimes it's different demographics. Sometimes it's older. Sometimes it's younger. It's different ethnicities. And so I'm really careful with, you know, mm-hmm. how I approach certain things, certain jokes. Like I was just in California and you were like, babe, mm, I don't know if I would tell that joke anymore because there could be someone in the audience who could receive that the wrong way. Yeah, it could be insensitive. Some yeah. would think it's funny, some won't. So just take it out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it could take it out and I could I could replace it easily because based yeah. on what it was, I was like, oh, yeah, I could I could move that to this and say this and it would still be funny because you're my funny dude. So, um, so, so, but know your audience and it allows you to do that. Like I have a, a partner, Kevin Mack, he talks the polar opposite of myself. Like I talk really fast and he's like, today <laughs> we are going to talk about the 81 steps to success. <laughs> and I'm like, but it works for him. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. And guess what? His certain audience, audience members, they're like taking one through 81. They're writing it already. Yeah, now, you know, those folks they and they already it. got there. They're like, all right, number one. And it's this type of person that if, if they miss 13, they're like, did you get 13? What was 13? They can't even go to 14 because they're caught up. They Everything has to be in place. And certain people learn like that. So you have to know there's certain people want visuals. Yeah, we were just um, at a luncheon the mm-hmm. other day, and I was sitting next to a young lady, and she had her, her notepad out. Before anything even started, yeah. the presentation started, she had already put the date, the name speaker. of the restaurant, the speaker, and like started putting numbers like she was ready. So yeah. she likes to learn that way. Exactly right. So it just depends. Yeah, it all right? depends. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes you have a mixed audience. And so you have to give them a little bit of everything, right? You give them sure. the visual, you have a little fun with a little humor. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, it has to be, um, you know, teachable moments, some takeaways. Right. Right. Because quite frankly, if people, especially if people are spending their money, they want something they feel like is applicable and something that they can use right away to increase. Yep. You know, increase their lives, increase their careers, things like that. Want the value. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so here's here's the point, guys. Um, sometimes you won't know in advance all the folks who are in your audience, and there are times where I ask, I'm like, "Hey, listen." They were like, "Well, you know, there's a diverse group of folks, uh, folks who, quite frankly, don't know where their next check is coming from, and folks who are already millionaires in the audience, and folks." who are from rural areas and folks are from the inner city and folks. So in in that case, now this is where you really start to work on you Mm -hmm. and being a chameleon and being able to relate to a multitude of of voices and demographics. And so that came in time. Right. And so it came in time because I could talk to this ethnicity. I could talk to this demographic. I could talk. And then, and then if you mix them all together, then I just mix up everything I would say in all of those different spaces. Mm -hmm. Right. And sometimes I would make it fun. Like, hey, you know, when I used to work at the mall, they were doing more shooting than buying clothes. And I never forget this one thief said, if you leave out the store tonight, you're getting capped. By the way, Urban Translation is shot. He wasn't being nice. He going to buy me a baseball cap. And so it's fun. So you got everyone kind of laughing along. Right. And it wasn't like derogatory sure. against one particular sure. ethnicity. So my point is, if you know your audience, you'll be able to speak to that audience mm-hmm. Um, in a way that they will be, um, they will receive the information even better. It'll be so effective. Yeah. So just don't forget to ask the questions. I think it's is my my number one rule because number one rule of public speaking is know your audience, and the number one thing you want to do is ask the questions of whoever knows the audience that's showing up. Ask some questions. Don't feel like you're like 
um, an amateur because you're asking questions. Don't feel intimidated. Like, cause sometimes people feel like, you know, I'm not a professional. If I don't, I should already know these things. No, ask the questions. Okay. I ask questions all the time. You do. You yeah. That's all, of course, all the time. I say, is this is an energetic uh, crowd. This is a crowd that they get into it. They lean forward or is a crowd. I got to keep up or, right. you know, and they're like, Oh no, they, they're used to energy, high energy speakers. Yeah. Uh, they're all in. You'll see, uh, they won't fall out their seats laughing. And some folks are like, look, they don't laugh. They're all bankers. They're all right. And I've spoken to an audience like that yeah, before. Yeah, you had to adjust. Yeah, they made an adjustment. It's like, look, they're not going to laugh <laughs> no matter what. They're like, you know, they're very stiff. They just and want the information. They want the information. Yeah. And um, they want it uh, spelled out with uh, real data. They're mm -hmm. data driven. And so I had to come up with data. I had to come up with historical data so it didn't seem subjective. It didn't seem like Darnell's idea, uh, yeah. but these are facts, and this is the, 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 the data and the stats that prove it. So, again, knowing those things have helped me out to prepare for a particular audience. Yeah, perfect. All right. What about you knowing your audience? What do you mean? <laughs> when, we, when we prepared for the self-talk audience, we knew what our avatar was, remember? And we spent time going through specifics of who we were going to be speaking to. And everybody else was just eavesdropping. Right. And sometimes we even talk about different topics, but then we have to go back and say, would our avatar be interested in that topic? Exactly right. So a lot of things we have to kind of say, no, let's talk about something else. Yeah, because we can talk about a lot of different things. But our avatar, just so that you all know, our avatar is in his 30s. Um, has a bachelor's degree and um, is a budding entrepreneur, like at a place where they knew they want, they know they want to be doing something different than what they're doing and just not sure of how they should step out because of the things they're saying to themselves, they're keeping themselves hostage, right? They have a self-imposed barrier. And the reason why we chose that avatar, because we said, you know, I'm 54, she's 27, but we said, <laughs> That if we had to do it all again, we were in our 30s. That was a moment we were really looking for mentorship what and would growing. What we have and needed at that time. Exactly. We would want someone to say these things to us. We what feel like it would accelerate yeah. us. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So. Absolutely. But if you're in your 60s watching, thank you. If you're 18 years old, thank you. Yes. We look at the demographics. We look at our audience members. And it really is amazing how many folks from different age brackets watch. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah and from different countries as well. It. So thank you guys for your support. Appreciate you guys. Listen, guys, know your audience when you're out there talking to one person or 5,000 people, and you'll mm -hmm. see that uh, whatever it is that you are looking to have come across in your talk or uh, with that goal of talking to the audience, you'll see that it's received even better. Remember, the things we say to ourselves about ourselves eventually yep. will, de will determine what we attract for ourselves. This has been another episode of the Self-Talk Experience. And remember, know your audience. And this audience is married. <laughs> See you guys. Thank you for listening to the Self Talk Podcast with Darnell and Tracy Self. We hope you enjoyed. Be sure to rate and review this podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform. And we'll see you next time. And remember, talk good to yourself. Good to yourself. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.